Hello and welcome to episode two of Mildly Insane. I'm your host, D. Pauls. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We got, I went and saw Batman. What a movie. What a fucking movie. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to do a quick power rankings on the Batmen. Throughout the years, all live action. And then I'm going to finish up with a little euphoria talk. My thoughts on the whole Maddie versus Cassie situation. So I'll give you all that and more. We're ready to go. Great weekend. I hope you had a great weekend. You'll be hearing this on Monday, so let's get the week started right. Okay, so the Batman. First of all, before I begin, this is a spoiler warning of sorts, but this movie's a little weird. You know, there's not really many big reveal. Well, there is and there isn't. Um... But, you know, the stuff I'm going to talk about is going to be general. I'm not going to really give away any of the plot. So you don't necessarily need to skip this. But um, I'm definitely going to talk about some certain scenes and stuff. So if you don't want to, you know, have that spoiled. I think a lot of this is coming from the trailers, too. Um, It's up to you. There will be I will be talking about that kind of stuff, but not spoiling any, you know, big reveals, stuff like that. As a Batman fan, I needed this movie. I really did. Batman has um, had a rough couple years. Um, I don't think Zack Snyder really handled the whole DCEU the way that it should have been. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. So a Batman film like this was much needed to remind everyone that Batman is the best superhero. I mean, when he has a good movie, it is when the Dark Knight trilogy was out and, you know, the Dark Knight really like that's just it's just the best. When there's a Batman movie that you could talk about and watch over and over again like this is, it's the best. Now, before I, you know, to talk about the actual movie itself, I will say this for the argument is being had now that this movie is better than The Dark Knight. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. The Dark Knight is not only the best comic book movie of all time, it's one of the best movies, period, of all time. It's just fantastic now it's weird i will say this is a better batman movie not a better movie overall but a better batman movie which is a little confusing so when i say that i mean batman the way that batman is portrayed in this movie and the storytelling throughout the movie is just 
perfection when it comes to Batman. You know, this is a true detective movie. It's unlike anything we've seen on screen when it comes to Batman. For hardcore Batman fans, I think they'll understand what I'm talking about when I say that. When I say that as a as a Batman movie, I would say it's probably the best. But it doesn't beat The Dark Knight because The Dark Knight doesn't really feel like a Batman movie. It's just an incredible drama. I mean, it has obviously Batman in it, but it it feels more like just a real story than a comic book. This was a very comic book influenced movie, which is awesome, which is how Batman movies should be. <clears throat> but it was spectacular. Matt Reeves, bravo. I mean, Pat yourself on the back, dude. This was a three-hour-long movie that, for three hours, I was very entertained and was enjoying everything that was happening. Even the slow parts, you know. There's a lot of scenes where Batman is, you know, trying to decode riddles from the Riddler, who Paul Dano, fabulous choice as the Riddler. He's awesome. But there's just a lot of Batman trying to get the upper hand on the Riddler. And that's the part that is the best when it comes to Batman's story. Him not only being stronger, but he's always the smartest guy in the room. And in this movie, it's much more noticeable and much more appreciated than any other live action but again the dark knight you know as good as as zoe kravitz and paul dano and you know all the guys in the cast were as good as they were none of them were even close to heath ledger none of them honestly and I always bring this up when talking about the Dark Knight. None of them were even better than Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent. I thought Harvey Dent was, if you don't have, you know, Heath Ledger in that movie, he's the best performance in that movie. He was spectacular. But the performances as a whole were really, really good. So let's just get right into it. Let's get into what works, what doesn't work, why I think it's so good. Um, Before I do that, though, I will have to say something. This was probably one of the worst movie-going experiences I've had in maybe my life. So I had, you know an aisle seat, you know, towards the back, right? My, my chair was right at the aisle. And the, there was a guy who 
I had to, I, I, I was, I'm imagining that he was there with like his family. Like maybe he brought his grandkids or something. Sounded like an older gentleman. He fell asleep. And for about 30% of the movie, he was snoring. And he's one of those people that the room vibrates every time he let out a snore. So I'm just sitting there trying to find, because there's a lot of dialogue that you have to pay attention to in this movie. And this motherfucker behind me is just snoring like a goddamn psychopath. It was so, so maddening. I almost, I almost got up and went to like the front desk and said like, Hey, can you fucking do something about this? And then he started coughing like crazy. Like he had to have something stuck in his throat and he was just coughing. Like you wouldn't fucking believe Like, dude, go get a fucking, go get a drink of water. Get a beer or something. It was so distracting. And I'm just, the whole time, I'm not paying attention to the fucking movie because I'm trying to figure out if this dude's going to die. So it was a not pleasant viewing experience. And also, this was the first time I've been to an AMC theater. And I don't know if every AMC theater is like this, but mine only had like two theaters, but it was huge. I mean, the biggest theater I've ever been in in my entire life. But it was super nice. But that, I mean, that dude, whew. I almost went over and like shook on him. Like, dude, wake up. I don't give a fuck if you don't like this movie and you're just here for your kids. Like, there are people that actually are trying to pay attention to what's going on and paid money to see this movie and you're fucking it all up. But besides that, it was awesome. <clears throat> Very dark tone. Robert Pattinson. I'm not going to say he's the best Batman right now, but I'm considering it. He was so... He was in basically the whole movie, but seeing him try to, you know, crack these codes and solve these riddles and all that kind of stuff, he was awesome. And he's so damaged. He's so damaged. This is the most we've ever seen of Bruce Wayne. And I mean, the guy is wearing the sins of Gotham on his shoulders and another reason why this is a very good batman movie is because more than any other i know the dark knight really made gotham a basically central character to the movie this one more than ever it really is a care a whole living breathing character the the lies the you know, under the scenes or behind the scenes stuff, how corrupt the leaders of the city were. It was just perfectly executed. And 
you never really you do see that in you know the battle for good and evil in the dark knight but in this one it's much more f in the frame you know that is really what's going on that's the big point of this the riddler is trying to unmask gotham for being this corrupt mob ran town and batman in this one is trying to really save the soul of gotham make people believe that there can be goodness in the city and it's so hard and he even out loud announces that and it's just so sad to see how beaten down he is not physically just spiritually you know he's when he's bruce wayne when he's out of the mask and i'll talk about like his, his the bat suit is incredible in this movie but when he's bruce wayne he feels so detached you could just see it in his face he doesn't you know Bruce Wayne work and and this is Christian Bale played a much better Bruce Wayne than Robert Pattinson but I think it was written that way they wanted Batman they didn't want they didn't want Bruce Wayne and Robert Pattinson was fabulous as Batman but when he's Bruce Wayne in the real world when he's you know at funerals or fundraisers he just has no interest in any of it whatsoever and he makes that very very clear at least Christian Bale somewhat showed a Bruce Wayne side to him you know even though it was fake you know he still pretended to be the playboy billionaire that that he is you know he put on the mask outside and did all these things but robert pattinson is i mean as bruce wayne very detached and that's a really cool way of representing him i don't think we've ever seen a bruce wayne so distraught so uninterested in bruce wayne life to the point where He's Batman in, you know, the daytime and all over the place at all times. He he tries to stay away from being Bruce Wayne as much as possible. But the 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 way that this Batman operates, the the things that he does, you know, the fighting style he has, the sheer genius that he has, it's really, really awesome. I, 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 I'm torn saying that he's the best Batman. I really, really loved him as Batman. And I was shocked. I didn't think he was going to be one of my, you know, top three Batman of all time. But here we are. He's superb. And I'm very excited to see where they go with this series. Because there's so much, DC has, <clears throat> they have they have a gift and a curse, I guess. The Zack Snyder verse, as they're calling it, 
they have a lot of loyal fans and that'll get them money. But what really is going to make them money are these solo films or not even necessarily solo, just separated from everything else. You know, you don't have, they're definitely going to make a sequel for this movie the way that they set it up, but they don't have to have, you know, they don't have to have the, the MCU. They can, they can have, you know, the Snyder verse and then just have, like, I believe this is set in a different universe, different timeline, this Batman, which is completely fine. You know, that works. DC has a lot of timeline shit that happens. I think the Flashpoint's about to, you know, pull off an Avengers Endgame thing where it just connects everything together. Or No Way Home, I guess I should say. Fuck. Get my Marvel movie straight once in a while here, Dill. But, yeah, they don't have to have that interconnectivity. That's... That's... That was not an issue with The Dark Knight. They were just three three fantastic movies that were just a story about Batman. You could do that. <clears throat> but it's it's also tough for for um you know, the Justice League. The Justice League is super, super cool. There's a lot of big stories, big name villains in the DC world that you know you you need the justice league it can't be a solo and that's why i guess zack zack snyder's not really the right director for this he's he hasn't proven anything at all but they still keep giving him stuff but to have that universe for those you know for the Brainiac or the dark side, the big, the Lex Luthor, the, the, the big villains that it takes the whole Justice League to defeat. Focus on that in the Snyderverse. Just Justice League exclusive characters. Or, I mean, I shouldn't say exclusive more so for the justice league and then have solo films like this solo that are completely separate but just focus on making them very good and i think dc will have a fine time i also am a very big hater of Zack snyder because I love, I love DC. It's, I love it way more than I love Marvel. And I watch everything Marvel. But DC's in such a bad place with this Zack Snyder. He just doesn't... I, I don't know what his deal is. I really don't. The, 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 the Snyder cut <clears throat> of Justice League... And the first Justice League was bad. But after watching the second, the Zack Snyder one, I'm not walking away from that saying oh my god it was so much better i wish you know this was the theatrical cut no it makes you realize that josh wheaton the guy who directed the justice league movie when Zack snyder stepped down he was just put in the worst position ever because that movie was grotesque it was four hours long and half of it didn't even need to be in it 
just repetitive, stupid bullshit that didn't need to be in it. And that, and I could go hours on the Zack Snyder universe, but I'll save it for now. But as a whole, amazing, amazing movie. Really, one of the bat, the Batmobile, the bat suit. Robert Pattinson, the way he fights, the the scenes that he's in, all that kind of stuff was just so, so good. And I'm very happy that this movie exists. It's the perfect detective Batman movie. But it's not better than The Dark Knight, unfortunately. It's just, that's, it's hard to top. It's very fucking good. It's hard to beat. The Batmobile chase scene with the penguin was, I mean, the Batmobile is amazing. That was the best part of the whole movie for sure. I was obsessed with the Batmobile. Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman, Selena Kyle, perfect. Uh, The Riddler, perfect. The way it ended sets up so much for this Batman and I'm very excited to see where it goes. I cannot say enough good things about it. It was awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it right now. And if you have, let me know. Let's chat about it. I love talking about this kind of stuff with you guys. So let me know. Let me see. Let's see what you like, what you didn't like, all that kind of stuff. So now let's segue into my personal rankings of each individual Batman movie. I'm not going to spend a ridiculous amount of time explaining, you know, the placements and breaking down every movie. Um, going to keep this short and sweet. It's the first time I'm doing this and I'm going to be doing this with like all the major, you know, franchises this week we're going to do star wars i think and i'm going to go deep into my star wars rankings you know there's lord of the, eh, not lord of the rings but like harry potter all that kind of stuff i'll rank them all for you so let's start out bottom of the bottom of the list batman and robin i don't think much needs to be said about batman and robin that hasn't already been said it's just honestly comedy. The director had to apologize for it. George Clooney is I love George Clooney, but he like just it's just not it's bad. It's really, really bad. Yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna say about Batman and Robin. If you if you haven't seen it done, it's horrible. It's horrible. And it has a loaded cast, but it's horrible. Next one, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Not terrible. Val Kilmer's, like, kind of cool. The Riddler's, like, Jim Carrey's pretty pretty solid. Like, this, this is one that you could definitely watch. It's just, like, Val Kilmer's very lame, very stale. He doesn't really do anything. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's eh. It's just, it's there. Next, we have Batman versus Superman. What a colossal fuck up this was. 
just an absolute colossal fuck up. Like I said before, Zack Snyder, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like Batman can't kill people, dude. You can't have a Batman that just openly shoots people and kills them. That's completely against Batman's code. And you just assassinated him on screen. And I really haven't been able to repay you for that. And the story's just, they're trying to do too much shit. And this was a, this was the ultimate I need to catch up to Marvel movie. And it just doesn't work. It's just so fucking foul to even think about this movie existing. And there's people that are sucking, that suck that Zack Snyder's dick. And it's horrible. The movies that he makes are horrible. That's where the next, the next entry is. The Justice League. And more specifically, the, the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut did less for Batman than the theatrical cut. He just doesn't know how to world build and, and character develop. It's not good. And again, I could go... I'm going to go in-depth probably this week on what the fuck's going on with DC and how they can fix it. But the main problem is Zack Snyder and... Star Wars also had this problem with J.J. Abrams. It's just they picked the wrong people for it. They picked people that didn't give a fuck about it. Zack was more concerned about his image and the grittiness and the feel of his movie. He didn't care about the content of it, and it shows in these two movies. It's just embarrassing for DC fans that these exist. Next one is Batman Begins. Now, I might get a lot of shit for this one, but I was a little bit too young when Batman Begins came out, so I didn't really get to, you know, experience the going to the theater, watching it. Like, I didn't experience the hype when it was there. But when, you know, watching it now, this is a spectacular origin story, the best origin story for Batman you could possibly have. It's awesome. It, Liam Nelson is Liam Neeson. Fuck, I fucked that up bad. My bad. He's awesome as Raj Al Ghul. It was yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Gary Oldman is the best of the best when it comes to Commissioner Gordon, and it was a perfect start to an unbelievable trilogy. Next up, we have Batman. Michael Keaton. Jack Nicholas as the Joker. Just an all-time classic. How can you not love this movie? It's superb. You love every second of it. But the movie I like a little bit more than that is Batman Beyond. Or Batman Returns. Jesus Christ. Batman Returns. Penguin. Danny DeVito's amazing as Penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer as Selena Kyle was the best acting choice a Batman movie has done since Heath Ledger. It's just fun. It's adult, but not like it's comic booky fun. 
and out of the, you know, Burton universe Batman. That's my favorite one. I love it. Next up, we have The Dark Knight Rises. Phenomenal. I was behind Star Wars The Force Awakens when it came out before I watched it. This was the most excited I've ever been to see a movie. The the pure excitement. Tom Hardy is Bane. I could quote the whole fight scene. It was amazing. It's still amazing. I can't, I can't say enough good things about The Dark Knight. And people, I've been seeing a lot of people online shitting on The Dark Knight Rises. But I don't understand. They keep saying there's a lot of plot holes. And I don't fucking understand why. There's no plot holes at all. Everything gets resolved at the end. I, I don't understand it. But, you know, it's just people on the internet being people on the internet. So after that, we have the Batman. And I've already discussed how incredible it is. So you don't really need to go any further into that. And then the last one is the Dark Knight. Now, the Dark Knight, I could talk about for hours. Hours on end. It's probably my second favorite movie behind Return of the King. I love everything about it. I actually just watched it a couple nights ago. It's spectacular. And... That is your official power rankings of all of the Batman movie. Now, I know there's animated like Mask of the Phantasm, Batman Beyond, you know, Sub-Zero. But I'm just going to keep it live for simplicity's sake. Because a lot of people, I feel like, and if you do have HBO Max, I highly recommend going and watching the animated Batman movie. They are, they are awesome. Mask of the Phantasm is so amazing. But that's it. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your favorite Batman movie is. And let's just, just get involved with me. Ask me questions. Tell me things. I love hearing from you guys. That's... The best part about starting this podcast was talking to all the people that I haven't talked to in a long time. It's awesome. So let me know what you guys think. All right. Let's finish up episode two with a little euphoria talk. Hold on a minute because I need to get a drink of water. I'm dying over here. Um... Before we do get into that, I have, you know, a couple things to say. Number one, um, I want to have a better demographic when it comes to women. I want to, I want, I have a lot of friends that are girls that listen to this podcast 
And I want them to, you know, I want them to feel inclusive. I don't want this to be a man's podcast, a brawly fucking, you know, oh, bro, look at my beard. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be for everybody. Because I love all of you. Unless you snore really loud in the theater, then I'll fucking knock your teeth down your throat. But I do. I, I, I want to hear in the next week, ladies, if you could message me and let me know what you want to hear, the types of content that you want to see. You know, I watched Euphoria basically for this reason to have at least something to talk about with girls. But I, I want to, you know, something, questions you want. How about this? This, this creative brain of mine. Here's what we, here's what I thought. Every Friday episode, we'll do Q&A with girls only. So, ladies, text me, email me, Snapchat me, whatever you got to do. Questions you want to hear. And I'll keep it anonymous. Or anonymous. My brain is reaching the point of not being able to compute thoughts anymore. But let me know. Ask me questions. And I'll read them live on the podcast. And I'll answer them. Every Friday we'll do this. So, throughout the whole week... Whatever you want. Right now, I think we got, you know, someone wants to know a guy's perspective on on picking up girls at a bar. The whole process, the whole nine yards. All that kind of stuff. Starbucks orders. This, that, the other thing. So let me know. I, I have a very great support cast when it comes to women. And I want to keep it that way because every girl who's reached out to me this last week, I literally fucking love you. And then I'm and I'm also not I'm not being that guy. It's like, oh, I started a podcast, so this is a great time to take advantage and, and have girls, you know, talk to me. I wanna try and improve the quality of my podcast the best way I can. And I also just love the tea. I love to sip the tea with the ladies. It's fun. I've always been a gossip guy. Who cares? It's fun. So ladies, let me know. Like I said, I'll compile what I get within that week. And I'll do a Q&A just for you. Because I love you. And no podcast on this planet's going to do that for you. Just remember that. So let's get into some exciting... And this sucks because Euphoria is like... I think it's going to be gone for a minute. Like they said 2024, which is... Honest to God makes my stomach hurt. Just thinking about it makes my stomach hurt. <clears throat> but we... um. We have a lot of stuff we can talk about when it comes to euphoria. And the topic of discussion today, ladies, mostly ladies, but maybe a few men. What's going on? It's 
spoiler warning before I get into this. You've been warned. I'm going to talk about some stuff in season two. So if you haven't watched it, major spoiler alert right now. Red alert, 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 alert. What the fuck's going on with Maddie, Cassie, and Nate? What? How did we get here? How did we get here? And I get it. It's a big thing. Cassie loves him. This, that, the other thing. Maddie doesn't deserve him. They're toxic for each other. I want you to remember, but I want you to remember one thing. Both of them fucking suck. There's no winner in this situation. Maddie sucks and Cassie sucks. Maddie is a. I'm. Ladies, use Maddie as an example of how you should not be treated. You know, her biggest problem is the bruising on her neck and defending that. That's not okay, ladies. If you need help, if you are in a bad situation like this, and I know this is, and this is coming from a guy's perspective too, so take this with a grain of salt. But you're worth way more than that. You really are. So don't ever let a man make you feel like less of what you deserve. And you deserve to be treated like a fucking queen. All of you. And I know, hey, my male audience out there, I'm going to tell you right now, you could kiss my ass because I'm not trying to get brownie points with girls right now. I'm just saying it how it is. You should just, and men, you should just respect girls. That's it. That's your civil duty. And if you don't, odds are I'm probably going to hate you. And if I hate you, I'll make sure that everybody else hates you too. So remember that. But Maddie's just, she's got problems. She does. Cassie has a lot of problems. She is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I mean, she is crazy. And it sucks because that's my new celebrity crush too. Announced last week. New celebrity crush. By the way, for all the men still listening out there, I'll give you, how about this? To make this section of the podcast worth it, I'm going to announce who I think is going to win the college basketball national championship selection. Sunday is next Sunday. So let's fucking do it. But I won't do it right now. I'll do it some point and I'll just drop it. I'll sprinkle, I'll salt bay it in there. I'll salt bay it in the rest of this naturally so men stay tuned um cassie is a psychopath she realizes what she's doing is very wrong but she also just doesn't give a fuck she doesn't she doesn't give one single fuck and that is the part that drives me crazy with the whole thing Maddie is actually in the right, but at the same time, Maddie shouldn't even be trying to go after this fucking asshole. So honestly, 
I could see the argument for Cassie trying to protect her friend, but also she's being a big fat asshole about it. You don't fuck your best friend's ex. That's like rule number one. Everybody knows that. And again, I have to bring this up too because I was getting shit on for my stance on Jules. I don't understand it. A lot of women out there don't like Jules because she cheated on Rue. Which, by the way, you motherfuckers out there, Jules, or Rue, also was cheating on Jules. Rue was cheating on Jules with Elliot. But I don't hear a fucking beep out of you. I don't hear one peep. And Jules was, she was justified. Her her actions were justified. Rue, like, she can't, she can't be Rue's, you know, she can't be the, the solution for all of Rue's problems. Rue has to get actual help. And you're putting all of this, this huge, massive weight on Jules shoulders to make sure that basically you're this girl's only hope at survival that is extremely stressful especially since she's fucking dealing with going through a sex change and dealing with high school drama and a guy that's fucking psycho that's in love with her so excuse me if I'm going to defend Jules. If I'm the only Jules defender out there, then God help me. I will do it. As God is my witness, I will do it. I will defend Jules the whole way. Unless she does something fucking stupid, then I hate her. Like, I liked Kat before, and now I fucking hate Kat. I hate her. She did my boy Ethan dirty. Dirty. But they're both horrible. Bottom line of this whole thing is both of them are horrible. If I had to pick a side, I'd probably pick Maddie, even though I don't like I go back and forth. She shouldn't even be trying to get back with this dude. He has never to even this is the part that drives me the craziest. He has never once showed any redeemable qualities whatsoever to this girl. Never. To either one of them. He's been a complete and utter asshole to both of them. But yet they take him back. And I know why. I mean, ladies, it's not hard to figure out why. He's hot. Isn't that the reason? He's hot. If if he wasn't... If he wasn't... built like a fucking... Greek statue then maybe this whole situation would be a little bit different that's just my opinion but I don't know again that's this is a a man's perspective so take it very lightly but he's probably packing it if I had to guess isn't that like 90% of the reason why and ladies don't let sex determine your happiness. If this guy has good sex with you, okay. 
guess what? You can find someone who has equal to or better sex with you and doesn't treat you like a piece of shit. There's always more men out there that are willing to do whatever they need for you. You need a kidney, I'll give you two. You know? They're out there. So don't fucking settle. You're too beautiful to be settling over disgusting men. But I know that's split with the whole team, Maddie, team Cassie. It's split right down the middle. But at the end of the day, also, you got to remember that is a, and this is a gripe I kind of had with with Euphoria. They make it seem so much larger than what it needs to be. You know, they put it on the scale of like the Fez and, and Ash raid and Rue going through her struggles. Like they put it on that scale and it's just fucking not. It's high school bullshit drama. But I'm also very addicted to that kind of shit. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's like, I don't know. It's my guilty pleasure. I like watching that kind of shit. I like the, the high school bullshit that's going on in the show. But I can't, I just can't, I can't figure out why Maddie even sticks. The shit that that dude has put her through in the course of the show is fucking ridiculous. I don't understand how he keeps, how she keeps going back to him. The f- I will say the the miniature fight that they had at in the last episode when Maddie pushed her right in the fucking wall I was laughing my balls off when that happened I mean she got clobbered by the wall but I just uh, I don't it's dumb they're both dumb for Cassie's even more dumb because. You know, even though he's a fucking asshole, and, and her her reason, okay, I'm officially announcing I'm I'm on Maddie's side because I never really even realized this before. Her reason was, well, I'm trying to protect you because he's a dick, and like I know you won't stop. Okay, motherfucker, instead of plowing him in the bathroom in a party that she's at, you stupid fuck. Why don't you just tell her? Why don't you just give her a fucking intervention or something? Say, Maddie, what you're doing? Never once did they say to her face, like, Maddie, stop. No one ever had that conversation with them. They're too weak. She runs the show. Like, stand up to her and say, Maddie, you're miserable. You guys are toxic for each other. Don't fucking go back and do this. Don't. But instead... Cassie decides to fucking bang him in the bathroom at a New Year's Eve party where someone's going to figure out that they're fucking there. It's just a whole clusterfuck. By the way, my pick for the March Madness tournament officially here announced. I'm riding with the Arkansas Hogs, baby. I've been 
a huge Hogs fan for basically the whole season. They're probably going to get waxed maybe first round, but that's my pick. I'm going with the Hogs. And I'll probably have, depending on matchups and stuff, I'll probably have Texas Tech in there too. I'm all in on the Hogs. But yeah, ladies, let me know what you're what you're what you think about the whole Maddie versus Cassie thing. I'm on t- I'm officially announcing my stint on Team Maddie. Even though, again, Sydney Sweeney official celebrity crush. Even though she's engaged, which is just an absolute fucking gut punch. But anyway, let me know what you think. All right. Wow. What an episode. What a day. You know, I woke up today and also and I'm announcing here today. And ha, this is going to be funny. This is going to be really fucking funny. I'm announcing that I'm giving up drinking for Lent. That's right. I am. So if you want to make plans to get. Uh, with one exception, St. Patrick's Day. If you want to, and maybe the weekend of St. Patrick's Day, if you want to get a drink, get a cocktail, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I'm giving it up. I hate waking up on Sunday after a weekend bender. And by the way, yesterday was very awesome. My, we had a lot of fun. We were drinking in the yard and stuff like that. We had a great time. It was the weather was fucking phenomenal, but I hate waking up on Sunday and feeling like an absolute clown because I'm so hungover. I hate it. I'm not doing it for what is it like 35 days? You know, obviously I don't drink every day, but I'm just I'm do, I'm I'm doing a a, a cleanse, a, a drinking cleanse. So, yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you after Easter. Um, very great episode. Great weekend. And again, I have to say, you guys, I love you. The support that this podcast that I'm getting in this whole process is remarkable you know looking at how many listeners how many plays how many followers i have across these platforms and we're we haven't even scratched the surface yet is awesome and the best way that we can improve and make this bigger and better and more weird and more fucked up than it already is is if you guys keep following, keep liking, you know, tell your friends, tell your people, hey, give this fucking clown a, a listen. You might even laugh once in a while. That's the best thing you could do for me. You know, let's get the let's get the numbers and stuff up. And let's just climb the fucking ladder. You know, let's climb the ladder. So, I love you guys. God bless. Let's have a 
spectacular week. It's Monday. Mondays always suck, but then you get Tuesday. And Tuesday's my favorite day of the week, and I don't know why. It always has been and always will be. Just another weird, random fact about me. I love Tuesday. Go watch them. We got championships in college hoops this week, so good week for sports. Like I said, give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter for your updates. And also, what's going on here? Hold on one second. Jesus Christ. I just got like a, I just got like an Amber Alert on my goddamn, I don't even know what it was. I got this huge notification on my, on my PC. I thought, I thought I was done. Um, schedule. I've, I posted it on there, but I'll just tell everybody here now. We're going to do three a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Obviously, I, I mean, I'm completely okay with this because I love talking to you guys. But please reach out. Please tell me what you like to hear on the podcast next. Stuff you're interested in. All that kind of stuff. My thoughts on things. You know, I try to make it as fucking interesting as I can. So, whatever you want to listen to, whatever you want me to talk about, let me know. And I'll make sure to cover it to the best of my ability. So, hope you guys liked it. We'll be back on Wednesday. Wednesday's episode, I think I'm going to go real in-depth. We're going to get super nerdy on Wednesday. going to answer some questions, comments, concerns. The Wednesday show, I think, is going to be a big-time Star Wars episode. I'm going to rank my Star Wars movies, going to give you breakdowns on why they're ranked that way. It's going to be nerdy. So bust out your fucking calculator, your taped-up blue light glasses, get your inhaler. It's going to be nerdy. It's going to be fucking nerdy. I can't wait. So, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. God bless you. I love you. And, like I said, give me a follow. Text me, call me, whatever you got to do. And I will see you back here on Wednesday. See you guys.